movie fans, welcome to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grind, the podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Hey, party people. Uh, we're going to do a crazy movie today. Uh, a movie called Phenomena, also known as Creepers. This movie has two titles for some reason. Don't ask me. I don't know. It has two titles. Um, <laughs> Phenomena and Creepers. Uh, came out in 1985. Directed by legendary cult horror director uh, Dario Argento. Sorry. <laughs> I called him legendary and then I forgot his name for a second. But it's all good. Um, he is, of course, known as by the movie Suspiria, that this is a big cult classic. But we're not going to do that one. We're going to do Phenomena, aka Creepers, uh, which I think I saw both these movies at the same time. They're uh, like within this past week. I, I enjoy Phenomena better, actually. It's more fun. Phenomena, I mean, uh, uh, the, the other one, um, Suspiria, is a lot more serious. Uh, a lot scarier, but uh, phenomena is just fun. So we're going to talk about that, and to talk about it with me, of course, I've got Sloan, Daniel, and G's back. What's up? Guten Morgen. <laughs> How y'all doing? Oh, doing yeah. good. Yeah, this was definitely, uh, I think, the first time I ever saw this movie, and so, uh, yeah, you, you put me in for quite a treat with this one. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I love bugs. So, hey, it's right up my alley. Nice. Uh, Daniel G, how, how about y'all? Good. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Good to be out here again. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Daniel, uh, G, you, you said that this is the first time you saw it, right? Yeah. And uh, what, what did you think about it? I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Um, yeah. It was it was fun to watch. Like it was fucking insane, but fun. Yeah, that that's definitely like, yeah. Uh, I don't know whether it went with the name Phenomena or Creepers. It should have just been called Bonkers or or uh, just. It should have been called Dream Doorways. We never <laughs> even knew, knew what was was happening with those doorways in most of those dreams. Right. Or uh, Bugs the movie. Or just crazy Storm. shit. Daniel, what about you? Is this your first time seeing this? This is my first time seeing this movie, and uh, I, I had higher expectations. Um, Dario Argentino has a, uh, a cult following, and I have not watched any of his movies yet. This being my first of his, I didn't want to watch the movie halfway through. And you guys urged me to keep doing it, so I did. And uh, I was and I got so much pleasantly right. surprised, but... We'll talk about it later in the podcast. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, uh, I think it would be fair to say that, like, nobody was expecting how just crazy this movie was and how crazier it got. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, so we have a very young Gen Jennifer Connelly. This movie came out, like, one year before... Um, what, what, what's that movie she, she's Labyrinth? popular for? Labyrinth, yeah. I almost said Dark Crystal. I was like, no, it's not Dark Crystal. <laughs> uh, yeah, Labyrinth. This yeah. movie came up for that. Um, Very different from Requiem for a Dream, which she was also in. <laughs> Very terrifying. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that this movie is what was going on in her head during while she was doing drugs in Requiem for a Dream. I, I could see that. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, in her head, she's, like, controlling bugs and going through this crazy, this just 
crazy mansion with uh, corpse pools and stuff. And but in reality, she's just bitching at Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like we all do. Yeah. Uh, so, since this movie has multiple plots, uh, somebody give me one of them. Daniel, what what is one of the plots of this movie? Um, spoiled schoolgirl, spoiled schoolgirl would really, really, really like her daddy to save her from not having the best time of her life. And she wants to believe that everybody around her is a killer and everyone around her is terrible. And frankly, at the end of the day, she doesn't even notice that there's an actual serial killer around them. She has overlooked all the details of the actual killer and, um... We're very surprised to find out that this person is actually terrible. What, what do you mean by that? The last part you said. She's oh, terrible. um, I would say that the uh, that our our killer in this movie is not actually <laughs> our killer in this movie is not actually uh, very obvious. Uh, maybe to you guys it was oh, okay. during my watch through. It was not. Uh, I felt like we had a spoiled schoolgirl just trying to get out of being at school. She had all these different traumas. She had sleepwalking. She had communication with bugs. She had wheelchair crush guy that she needed to talk to about all her problems. And she <laughs> couldn't get herself into the mindset that the person that ended up rescuing her was actually the killer. All right, cool. Um, yeah, that that'll do it. I mean, like, if he he was being nice to her, he wasn't in the school, so of course you're gonna. No, no, he was good, and he had an ape who like he had a chimpanzee who like did stuff. <laughs> he just points a laser at at something, and the gym goes and does it. Um, gee, how about you? What's a, what's another uh, plot in this movie? Um, there's a little boy who's very, very ugly. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, his mother put mirrors all over the house and covered them up instead of just taking the mirrors <laughs> down and getting rid of them. I know. It's it's so bizarre. Like, yeah, I was telling you about that in the last episode when we were talking about this. And I don't know what you were thinking, but like I just described that, and then you saw it, so you were you were probably just like, like what what were your thoughts during that? I could just hear your play by play in my head. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, this is the part. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's so crazy. Like, why are there so many mirrors in this house, and they're all just covered up? And it's like, like there's more mirrors than there should be if you don't have an ugly kid that's too ugly. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's just like, yeah, I'll just cover him up. Uh, yeah, that, that's another one. Sloan, what's another plot? Uh, I just love the fact of her, like, deniability of, like, what's going on around her. Uh, like, there's the, the point where she's petting the bee in the beginning. She's like, it's not going to hurt me. And it's, like, clearly stinging her. It's just <laughs> like, I don't know, just, just a few things that, that I noticed there. But, uh you know, a lot of a lot of people get the feeling of like uh, almost like an X Men sort of power, or yeah. even like Firestarter. Like it's it's very uh, very subtle. I mean, talking with bugs, but you know, it's, it's can only go X-Men. can only go so far. But uh, I mean, I'm sure like in the future, like some really great sorority pranks are going to be coming up. So, shower mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> full of maggots. Yeah. Um... Yeah, let's uh, let's actually go into the trailer. I forgot to do that earlier, but we can do it right now. I love the the score. Yeah, I need a little bit more synth, but besides that, it's fine. (laughs) That's cool. I love that. The wind, yes. The phone. Very particular wind. Typical of this part of the country. The 
comes from the Alps. The blasts of warm air cause snow avalanches. While it blows, there are those who say it causes madness. This overemphasis is the excitement of the movie. It was not as exciting most of the time. Have you any idea why they behave like that? Never done this before. It's probably because of me. I guess they sense the mood I'm in. See, he's not afraid of you. They won't do that for me. I don't think this trailer really does much justice. And he'll lead you. Nope. That's why I mean, flies aren't usually afraid of landing on people, so I mean, that's kind it of It starts weird. with killing, which is cool. I mean, this maggot face is cool. Normal for insects but, to but then there's, like, bugs. Yeah, it's normal for insects. I don't think that bugs were the primary part of this movie, and it drives Am me crazy that it was just, like, a subplot. Yeah. It, it comes up, like, twice. Yeah, they were important. I love I'm you. Sure, but the hell. I love you all. Well, now I'm ready to choose my character from Phenomena. I've got to figure that we've got a a big select screen, and we can go onto each one of the characters of it, like Bug Guy and <laughs> Goblin, the actual band that plays the music. Yeah. And we've got yeah, all these different people that we can just yeah, the chimp, the knife chimp, the real hero these characters could be on like a fighting video game like Mortal Kombat that's exactly what I'm saying <laughs> oh okay uh, I see what you're saying okay <laughs> cool uh, yeah 8-bit rendition Love yeah they're, they're all yeah there's Bug Girl she controls bugs and she sleepwalks you got yeah knife wielding chimp you, you got wheelchair guy who <laughs> just has a chimp I, I guess that they work together yeah, it rides on the back of the wheelchair and starts throwing yeah. knives. He just points a laser. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you get you get the bitch that just like overpowers like everybody somehow, and you ha you have ugly boy. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like first time I saw this movie was actually at Alamo Draft House years ago, like probably That's a decade awesome. ago. Yeah, it, I, it was like a midnight screening for free. I was wondering if it was like Weird Wednesdays or something like that. Yeah, it, it was uh, at that time. It was, it was, they do Terror Tuesday now, but it was Terror Thursday at that time, and it was free at midnight. And uh, yeah, and I, I'd never heard of this movie, and it was just, I like seeing it in a packed theater with a drunk audience was great. We were just like laughing at everything. And, um, but yeah, I, like this was like a crazy movie, but up until like the third act, then it was like everything before that seemed very normal, mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, so yeah, like I'll, I, I went through this, uh, last time, but like, I, it's so burnt into my brain. Like I remember, uh, going up to like everybody I knew the next day and just being like, dude, I saw this movie called Phenomena, also called Creepers. And it's like this girl that controls bugs for no reason. It's not explained, but she does. And then there's a killer and he's trying to get her. So she runs into this house. And then there's like the lady who lives there. She's like being a total bitch to her. And she gives her a pill. And she's like, oh, you have to swallow this pill. And we don't know why, but she does. And then there's like maggots everywhere. And that's when Jennifer Connelly realizes, oh, she's trying to kill me because there's maggots all over the place. Okay. So then... Uh, it's a pretty she... good explanation, honestly. It's right? more <laughs> sensical than most of the ways. That, like, I tried to all different ways. Like, what's the point? And that's 
I guess that's it. Yeah. It's, uh, it, the, it's those Italian horror movies, man. It was just like, there's no point. It's just like, people gotta die. Yeah, no, spear through the back <laughs> of the head. There you go. Like, the, the actual weapon itself, like, constructing it and then, like, killing somebody it takes them time to get that going. Why don't you have it already set up in spear mode before, like, you know, <laughs> pursuing uh, your victims? It's so, not a lot of and Suspiria is actually like, like the more serious, non-crazy version of like the exact same movie. By the way, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that one. I've I've always heard heard good things about it. Though. Yeah, I just saw it for the first time a couple of days ago. But uh, anyway, so she escapes, and then she like goes down this like tunnel that leads her into a room where there, there's a guy who's chained up and being tortured. And then she like slips and falls into a pool of dead bodies and maggots. And that I think is one of the coolest moments in any horror movie. Just this pool of just rotting corpses and so many maggots. <laughs> and it was just like, wow, I can't believe like you don't see that in horror movies really. Like just that level of just disgusting. At least with practical effects, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine how, like, they were filming that, and they were like, okay, so Jennifer, you're going to have to jump into that pool. <laughs> no, thank With you. the actual, no, thank you. they might have been real maggots in there. I don't know. That, that was, That's that was a crazy. thing that they used to do, too. So I don't know about the factuality of that, but they did use real maggots in many of the other scenes. Uh, oh, yeah. I and wouldn't again, be surprised same, if they gave her a few. Just the same with Suspiria. Creepy. There, there's a scene in Suspiria where, like, it's the uh, all girls boarding school, like, like this, and uh, maggots start like dripping off of the roof. Like, um, in the attic, there's like a, a dead body in a casket and like a, a basket or something, and it's just like millions of maggots, and they like drip down like into the floorboards onto like the girl sleeping underneath <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy it's one of my favorite guar songs maggots are falling like rain that might have been influenced by suspiria but anyway phenomena uh so she gets out of the pool and like the the evil bitch, she, she's just like laughing at her, but she gets uh, attacked by the guy. She gets saved momentarily. So and then Jennifer Connelly, like she's in this this hallway, finds the room where the little kid. Yeah. So uh, we said earlier, there's just like mirrors all over the house, and the reason why there's mirrors, well, there's no reason why there's mirrors all yeah, over the house, but. <laughs> But they're they're covered up, and the reason why we found out earlier, I forgot to mention. Yeah, it was like, yeah, my son, he's so ugly, he can't stand to look at himself. So I cover them up so he doesn't look at himself. And now he just spends all the time in his room with his crazy thoughts. And when I saw that in the theater, everybody was just like lost their shit. And and so we see this room and a little kid like crying in a corner and he's just like, Don't look at me, I'm all ugly. And she's like, No, you're not. Like, I know your mom's mean, but you know, you're fine. It's it's no problem. Here, let me like show you what you look like and let me see you. And she turns around, and he's just so fucking ugly that she screams in his face <laughs> and runs out of the room, out of the house, onto a dock, and gets on a boat and jets out of there. And that is just so incredible. I love that. And he chases her and attacks her. And then all of a sudden, flies come out of nowhere and eat the kid. And like, this is where this movie turns into a roller coaster for me because it's like, oh no. Oh, it was like, first it's like, oh good, she escaped. Oh no, she's being attacked by this little kid now. Oh good. Flies ate him. Well, that's good. Now she's good. But then she turns on the boat and it explodes. And uh, oh no, the boat exploded! But and, and now she's being attacked by the kid who's still underwater, and trying to drown her. But uh, but oh good, he got caught. He got set on fire, so he's fine. And then oh good, she escaped. And then here comes her dad or her dad's uh, agent or whatever to come and save her. But uh, 
Oh no, his head falls off. <laughs> it just got cut off. In fact, I have that scene right here. Wait, no, I don't. Never mind. I thought I did. Um, but it's just a quick uh, drop. Just goes. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It's just like so. Like you don't see that coming at all. <laughs> and then there, there's the the killer, and she like has the like metal plate up against her head. And she's like, "Go ahead, call your bugs." Like, I dare you, call them. And you're thinking, okay, she's going to call her bugs because that's what she does. And then she just, like, drops dead. And then there's the chip who, like, slashes the fuck out of her face. And then it's like, oh, good. So, um, yeah, total roller coaster. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what, what were your thoughts during all that? Um, well, there's a lot of information uh that can still fill some of those holes, such as the uh, the doctor that the chimp actually works for. Uh, uh-huh. You know that the chimp had to. Uh, had, I don't really know. <laughs> um, you really summed that all up really well. <laughs> I, I I love your comment before on like you know the Deus Ex Machina just like continuously saving her. Like just yeah. randomly throughout everything, it's like yeah, she 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 got the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, it was, this movie should have been called Deus Ex Machina the movie, because like like even like earlier in the beginning when she is sleepwalking, she like she just part of the ground of the balcony she's on just drops and she falls down, but it's just like her clothes get like caught in it and she's like fine. She doesn't fall to her death. So I do love the fact that, like, uh, you know, the doctor tells her one time, he's just like, the next time you are sleepwalking, tell yourself, I am sleepwalking. (laughs) And then, you know, she does it immediately, like, the first time she wakes herself up and it's just like, who knew? All right, right, you you control sleep, not bugs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like. They just made the script as they went along with this movie. I can see that. <laughs> because, like, nothing has anything to do with anything else. And it's like, something happens, and then it stops happening, and then something else happens. Um, you know, I, I like the fact that uh, we, we got the little science uh, exposure when, when they talk about how to, uh, I guess, date dead bodies. Uh, not not in a morbid sense, but uh, for how long how long it's it's been dead for? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, there's like twelve different uh, insects that uh, end up uh, co-inhabiting. Like a different insect will take over every other week, and yeah, I, I found that pretty fascinating. So uh, depending on what insects in there, you can depend. It depends on how many weeks it's been dead. So food for thought. Yeah. There's some science in this. Right? <laughs> but the science that's not in there is, hey, fly, that's only been alive for a day. Show me where this murder took place. Right. Like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's, that is that is an interesting theorem right there. Yeah, because even then, like, hive mind, like, how, how uh, would the insects be, be, be uh, conversing between each other, like... But flies. I wonder if it's like whales, where like you know they they speak the same language, but only their own pod can actually understand themselves. Yeah, that's like if it was if it was like ants or like actual hive mind bugs, then like that would kind of make sense. But flies aren't they don't live in. Yeah, why didn't she send? She didn't send the hornets to attack all these people. (laughs) Like I think that would have worked out a little bit better. Oh, like in the school where they're all making fun of her. Yeah, and they all swarm up and have them. And that would have been cool, but that that probably would have been too difficult to film. Yeah, no, um, I'm 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 being very impractical. <laughs> <laughs> um, gee, what what were some of your thoughts that you had as you were watching this movie? If I had to sum it up, so sometimes when you do like 48 hour filmmaking challenges, they email you a list of like a couple things you have to include in your movie to make sure 
that they know it was made for this challenge. And it kind of felt like Dario Argento wrote a good script. Um, but then they were like, okay, oh, hey, you need to include like someone that can control bugs <laughs> you and <have> to. <laughs> sleepwalking and a knife wielding chimp. And he was like, okay. And then he wrote it into the movie and that's the result. <laughs> don't, for, don't forget about the fugly boy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, like we still have uh, ten minutes left, of this, or no, not even that. Like three minutes left of this movie. We we need we need some more something crazy. This knife wielding or yeah, blade wielding chimp. What what? Explain for those who don't know what that is, G. Like, what, um, what do you mean by a blade wielding chip? So, towards the beginning of the movie, the monkey is hanging out with his scientist buddy, and he picks up a scalpel or whatever, and the scientist is like, hey, like, put that down. Like, don't play with scalpels. They'll sharpen. They'll hurt people. And the monkey's like, okay. Like, hoo, 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 and puts it down. Um, but then at the end, the monkey's digging through the trash, which I thought was a really cute scene. He, like, drinks the apple juice. I thought that was really cute. Um, yeah. he finds, like, a, like, a switch razor thingy. Yeah. And is, like, I guess since my scientist friend is dead, that <laughs> I can disobey him. And, Retribution. I mean, it worked out pretty good, because knife-wielding chimps saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> and the most, like, like if this was any other movie, I would be so pissed if that's how the movie did. I mean, hell, that's uh, pretty much what I would expect. Like uh, the chimp from uh, Speed Racer to do, just you know, runs up. If it's not slashing people's tires, it's slashing their uh, their backs or something. I have a specific note. I've that? got a specific note here that says that's legit. How I want every horror movie to end <laughs> is with a knife-wielding chimp to just come out of nowhere and just murder somebody. Yeah. I would be... Because I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of horror movies where somebody just comes out of nowhere at the end and kills the killer. Yeah. If it's always a chimp, I'm in good place. I'm going to enjoy that movie. But that, not chimp. only that, but that that's like one of the, the few parts of this movie that actually is clear and concise from beginning to end. Because as as G said, he has the 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 knife earlier or the scalpel, and like he's specifically told, "Don't play with this because you could cut yourself and hurt yourself and hurt others." And so this is just I so... learned that thing right here, right now. <laughs> Gonna hurt somebody. Got it. <laughs> and it's like okay, that 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 uh, we uh, we're now learning some new information for the future. You know, it's it's like that. That's actually good script <laughs> And then, yeah, then the chimp like oh, watches his, his scientist buddy getting violently murdered, and then he like leaves, and he, and then yeah, like you said, he, he digs in the trash, finds the razor, and then like you know, like yeah, it's personal. We're we're fucking <laughs> like he's gonna use that for for revenge, and he does. And then like, but they're so far away from each other, you forget about him. Like you do, because you know, yeah, at the end I didn't when, factor him into the ending when while I was watching mm -hmm. it. You what? Yeah. I didn't no, factor totally him into the him. ending. Yeah, yeah, and that's what makes it so great because she's like, "Go ahead, cut all your bugs," and like. You're like, okay, the bugs are gonna save her again, like they did. They might, they're gonna take a little time. Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe she's gonna have dung beetles or something throw poop in her eyes. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't get this movie at this point, but oh, then <laughs> knife wielding chimp, we got him. That's not and what then I he was gonna like, happen, cool. slices her face up like brutally, and uh, and then like the she. Jennifer Connelly just hosts them and then it credits. <laughs> and then you have like the knife wielding yeah. ch bloodthirsty chimp for the rest of her life now. That's her and, buddy. And then the music comes on. It's like da 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 da. <laughs> She's going to be so scared for the rest of her life because like he's going to be in her room. 
that's the that's the new Foster. Like he's got to she's yeah. got to take care well, of him. Well, right? well, he he's a good chef. Like uh, yeah, but he has a taste for blood now. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want him in my room. I mean, as long as you know, it's you know, you, you as long as you feed him on time. time. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he doesn't believe that closing the door means that you don't love him anymore, or something like oh. that. Uh, I mean, I'm that's sorry, my thought process. I see, yeah. I see so many doors close every day, and it just makes me sad. <laughs> Bloodthirsty yeah. chin terrifies me. <laughs> but man, when I saw this movie in the theater, like people loved that scene. Like, like the whole audience just like burst with laughter and applause when that chef when he killed her. That that was great. That's fair. Um. So, uh, let's talk about like I I like how when Je- earlier when Jennifer's sleepwalking and Iron Maiden's playing, mm. and then uh, yeah, then you see like the other girl like running for her life. It's kind of like a little music video for us. It just turns into an Iron Maiden music video, which it doesn't really like fit at all. But for this movie, it does. <laughs> like it, it kind of worked. But like Daniel, are you are you saying? I uh, can't. I no, I can't video. agree with you. I I, 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 like, <laughs> I couldn't get into. Like I love the musical score for this movie, but it was just placed in all the wrong moments. Like, yes, the, the the most subtle acting had like the hardest music. And it's yeah. just like all right, you're just like standing there. This is like just filler. If, if this giving was, me anxiety, <laughs> if this was any other music, I mean, movie, I, I would completely agree with you. But the fact that like this movie does everything wrong, it, it's kind of right. The uh, like the synth music was more along the lines of like you know the original uh, Dawn or Day of the Dead. Like it works well with the like impactful zombie movies, but yeah. I just didn't think it was appropriate for you know just strolling around in the middle of the night that's just yeah. me though i love the music well, see, it was great Sloan, i, 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 I want to argue you on this one here i would have liked to see more music all the time for everything they did because i felt like the music was actually really impactful and really fun but mm-hmm. when you Cut it off for very long periods of time. It seems really abrupt and upsetting. When that's just what was upsetting me. I definitely agree with that concept. Yeah, yeah. It, so it, it, it could I, have dealt with more scenes with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, rather than less. Well, we'll come up to this when we get up to our uh, to our challenge for the movie. But uh, I felt like it really drove me crazy that they just didn't have more metal, more pushy synth. More. Well, it's it's 1985, oh. so like yeah. synth was really crazy back then. Everybody loved their synth, and which is crazy because yeah, then they did uh, Iron Maiden and Motorhead, which has no synth. So it was like you get the two things. You, they you they have got the, good like, driving beats to just like really get you motivated. Uh huh. Um, G, do you have anything to add to this? I thought the music was fun. I enjoyed the out of the blue needle drops of metal songs. I, <laughs> yeah. I think it just added to it because it's like, why yeah, exactly. is this playing? Like, why is this playing? <laughs> it, it's like it that helps this movie become so bad. It's good, you know. Like this, this is a very so bad it's yeah. good movie, and I, I've been wanting to cover this one for a while. Uh, ever since like the first podcast, I just never got around to it until just now. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, uh, and then the, the band that's playing, uh, Goblin, therefore Dario Argento, like, say, uh, uh, damn, oh, like, uh, I forgot his name, the, the guy that Tim Burton always uses. Daniel. Oh, Danny Elfman. Yeah, it's like Goblin is to Dario Gento like Danny Elfman and his band is to Tim Burton. It's like he uses them for like all of his movies. Hooking um, up the hoys. Yeah. 
let's see. We're really like going through this pretty quick. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> good. I mean, ah. the first the first sentence of like explaining what the movie was pretty much got the movie all together. <laughs> girl with telekinesis powers, uh, you know, uh, chirps at crickets uh, Tele- and commands Tele- flies. And she is the Lord of the Flies. Yeah, she is. Um, does anybody have anything else to uh, Daniel? I know you have a bunch of crazy notes. Oh no, that I can't read them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Donald Pleasance, though, just yes, he yeah, that, that's the wheelchair scientist guy. Is Donald Pleasance from? Mm-hmm. I love Donald Pleasance. Every single time I see him, I'm like, this is going to be some cheesy movie gold. Nice. And he did not fail me. We'll get into that later, though. I have saved him for a later part of this uh, review. Donald Pleasance is amazing. Yes. All right. Uh, Sloan or Gene, do you have anything that you'd like to bring up? Uh, I think I covered most of my bases. <laughs> All right. Well, I really liked the scene with all of the girls tormenting uh, Jennifer. Being yeah. like, I'm a bug, I'm a bug. I really liked how that scene was shot. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's uh, my closing statement. Like, um, the script is, is insane, but yeah, the uh, the directing of Dario Argento is so really good. And yeah, all, all the... Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that scene too, where like the camera's just panning back and she's just walking, and then you see just people come from both sides at her. And uh, all, all the like faraway shots were all really good. All, like everything technical about this movie, I, I'd say, is pretty good. Yeah. The uh, cinematography was <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, the so score. I do, I do have uh, one one other thing to bring up. So during the times that Jennifer's sleepwalking and, you know, she's walking through uh, the corridor of doors and not, I'm not really sure exactly what's going on in there. I know at one point she, uh, she opens up a door, but uh, when, when she's sleepwalking, uh, she ends up coming face to face in the window uh, with the first girl that's getting murdered. And yeah, just like, yeah, what we saw in the trailer. Yeah, you're really lucky you didn't get that spear through your own face. <laughs> like, but the the fact that like she uh, somehow finds the doctor like by sleepwalking to him, which I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that whole situation. So, like, are the bugs guiding her while she's in her sleep? Like, no little little mites behind her eyes telling her what to do <laughs> it just happened yeah. <laughs> uh yeah it just happened I, I i have so many questions leaving this movie maybe if i watch it a second time it, it'll no make, make no a smidgen more sense <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't i promise you it won't i did that today it, i tried yeah no it's just the answer to most of your questions if not all 42 uh, is who cares that that's that's the answer <laughs> they weren't trying for uh continuity yeah it's just it, it happens they, they, they succeeded like i said you're just <laughs> on a roller coaster <laughs> this movie um i i have a question for you what uh what did you watch this on like was it on tubi Shutter? Yes. It was on Shutter for me. Okay. For uh, G, for you, did did they just like swap to just speaking Italian at random points? No, it was like dubbed over in English, and then the entire movie, the whole time. And Daniel, you 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 saw the Italian parts, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. They 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 (laughs) They just just share share a couple of lines. Her and the doctor. (laughs) That, that's funny. The oh, no, they did it in a couple different sections. It was at least three separate times. They yeah. swapped over to Italian, Italian. And sometimes it was very short, but sometimes it was very long, like the one you're talking about, Sloan. <laughs> it was very long. So. <laughs> yeah. And I just watched this movie regardless. doesn't matter. They're not <laughs> saying so was it Italian or was it Dutch? What? Was it Italian or was it Dutch? 
since where they're I, at is like, I'd imagine it was Italian. I thought okay. it was Italian. Yeah, but that's me being racist. But they're 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 in the Alps. <laughs> uh, yeah, for this movie. So but it, it it sounded like Italian. Maybe. So, yeah. gee, you, you your version, I guess, was fine. For yeah. us watching it on Tubi, it was like at random points they just started speaking Italian. Like <laughs> it was like it went to like the original before it was dubbed over, and for some reason. And uh, what was it like in the theater, Ian? Did they do that, or is no? That they that didn't because uh, because there's. I don't remember most of what was being said, but I do remember one specific part because the audience laughed a lot. Was when she's the first time that it switched over to Italian, when she's in bed with the girl that's a fan of her father, and she's like, so, "Paul Carpino, I, I have trouble sleeping. <laughs> what, what do you think about when you sleep?" She says, "I think about my dad." And then the other girl just responds in Italian, and we don't speak Italian, so we don't know what she said. But in the original version, and G back me up on this, uh, am I right? Because it's it's been like ten years. I believe that was uh, what she said was if I thought about your father, I'd never go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that big muscles. Uh, so bad. Yeah, we never get to see the father. It's just like man, no. all this all this talk and no show. Just his his assistant, his aide, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm for so anyway, gee, right for for that scene, yeah, that that line was just like it, it was just in Italian. So I guess it was censored. I don't know. And then there's two other parts where they which were a lot longer, where it's like the entire dialogue is just in Italian, and I'm just I don't know. <laughs> But did um, they choose to do that just to make it like palatable? Is that what their thought was? <laughs> I have no idea, no, but no, it's no. so funny. This is Italians talking Italian bullshit. You and don't need it, to listen. it just adds so much more to to the whole like so bad is good thing because it's like I hate it. <laughs> I'm surprised, Daniel, because you usually love schlock like this. Oh, I do. There was a lot that I did like about this, but it still got a, a very questionable set of uh, dialogue in the movie. And it just, there's not a point. No. But that, I mean, that, that hurts that's how, me. It hurts me. Yeah. This is coming from the guy who, who loves uh, Turkish Star Wars. Oh, but that's meant to be not a point. I think this also is meant to not be a point. I can't get into Star Wars. We're not on that <laughs> channel. I love it for the fact that it is a ripoff. And a ripoff is very, very, very different when somebody directly rips off something. Yeah, true. Versus just spoofs on it. Um, just spoofing on something doesn't make it better. When you're doing a direct ripoff and you do such a bad job, like something like Turkish Star Wars, you just gotta like you move on with your life, and then you realize that it's great. But, uh, oh, man. With something like this, I think that uh, Dario Argentino had a really good idea. And I, I like this movie a lot for reasons. But I I found myself very much hating the watching of it. And that's yeah, see, I, I'm just, I'm movie. so surprised. Because, like... There's so many movies that, that you love that are like very similar. But but what happened during this movie? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened in the movie. For so long. For no reason. Yeah, that's Nothing true. added up. You can you could no easily cut out like forty five minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But just just nothing happened. And we didn't go anywhere. And so why do we care about anybody? I mean, I love Jennifer Connelly's character. I love Donald Pleasant's character. But where did they go? Nowhere. Nowhere. They didn't actually... Uh, <laughs> Very convoluted evolution. Yeah, nothing happened in the movie. It's, it's upsetting to me. Because I saw so much potential and it didn't go anywhere. Okay. Uh, gee, what, what are your thoughts on all this? 
I don't know, man. I just, I, I thought this was a fun to watch movie and I just didn't think during it. I just turned my brain <laughs> yeah, off and yeah. I just. That's what you're supposed to do. God bless, just, God bless you, G. Yeah. It just God came you. and washed <laughs> over me. I would probably watch it again. I feel like this would be a fun movie to watch with a group of people, especially yeah. like knowing, like anticipating knife wielding chip at the end. I think it would be <laughs> so much fun with some people. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, like I said, I saw it in a packed theater and with a drunk audience, and it was a hoot. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I thought it was it was it was fun. Um, I mean, you said the characters went nowhere. Well, Donald Pleasance's character went to heaven because he died. So <laughs> wait, he he might not have. He was not doing a good job at uh, life. He had heads in his apartment. He just left them there. Just see how they rotted. Sorry, it was technically a favor at that point. He he told her early on. He's just like, I'm angry every single day. <laughs> it's just like, well, yeah, not with that attitude, buddy. It's just like you, you need to get yourself uh, some stabilizing pills. Write yourself a prescription. Ugh. Right, you're but, no, you, guys, you guys are giving me some good ideas for uh, for prompts, though. Let's uh, go ahead and go into that. So, what, what do you have? Like a, a sequel, prequel? So, I would definitely thing? get this completely remade. Mine's short but simple, and uh, right. you know, get it get it remade. Uh, let's go ahead and have. Uh, you gave me this idea just a moment ago. Let's go ahead and get uh, Tim Burton and. Uh, uh. Uh, come on, Danny Oingo Boingo. Danny Elfman. Oingo yeah. Boingo, that was the name that I couldn't think of. Yeah, the Mystic I, Guys. I, I, was, like, I was so close to, like, I was trying to think of Oingo Boingo earlier, and the only thing that popped up my head was Ooga Booga. <laughs> 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 They're also very good. Great group. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, let's go ahead and get some uh, backing from, like, you know, James Gunn, executive producing, and, uh, you know, <laughs> let, 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 let's get this, like, really well done and you know i think tim uh, burton could would do a good yeah a good yeah he'd make it really dark and yeah. just well uh, not anymore he, let, let, he, let's, he would let's have make it a whimsical musical ago. you know yeah. the noise 20 years ago it would have been dark now it would be like full of color yeah and johnny depp <laughs> yeah i mean if, if, if you made it like sweeney todd-esque that would be interesting who would who would johnny depp be playing uh, Johnny Depp. He, no, <laughs> no, Johnny Depp is totally going to be the uh, the doctor. The, the doctor. Yeah, he's old enough now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he would he would be good with that. Who would have? Or maybe he's her be? father. Ah. You actually get to see the father. <laughs> and, and who would Helen Bottom <laughs> Cutter be? What's that? Who would Helen? Oh, who would the main? Main character be? No, Johnny Depp's wife, or not Johnny Depp's wife, uh, Tim Burton's wife, who's in all those movies, Helen Bottom Cutter. No, she's she's definitely the uh, the headmistress. Ah, oh, oh. Either, either her yeah. or she can be she, she can be the evil lady the, in the end. The yeah. No, I, I like the headmistress better. That's probably a yeah. That that'll work. Cool. Yeah. No. All right. This is this has potential. Let, let's let's get this going. <laughs> Get Tim Burton on the phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, remake. That's that's where I stand with it. It's very good. I like it. Because um, as G said before, like the script was written relatively well. It was just the uh, the process of non elimination during filming. As we said, forty five minutes could totally have been removed from this movie, and maybe actually like center center lying some kind of plot. Like actual concrete evidence of like and that, you know, and it's chemical it's a, it's a chemical like imbalance but it's evolutionary process like i don't know there's just so much that can be uh brought into it let's let's tie it into the x-men like let's let's make this new uh Mar marvel cinematic universe material <laughs> yeah um what was that all you had? You said that I just gave you that idea. Do you have? Did you have any? No, no. I, I I was going off the cuff with this one. Uh, that's all I have. So you came in empty-handed, relatively <laughs> full head, empty hands. Hey, and I made gold. Yeah. And you um, helped me. Gee, how about you? Do you have a prompt? 
yes, I would like this movie to cross over with the Drew Barrymore Firestarter movie. And I would uh. just like these two super-powered girls to hang out with knife-wielding chimp and yeah. save the world and stuff. They're just they're just besties, and they hang out with knife-wielding chimp, and <laughs> they start fires and send bugs to people. And I, I just think that'd be a fun little movie. They're great at parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you, you can have, like, this... Uh... Like that they're trying to be normal and then like just just the slightest thing happens that, that just like slightly alters their plans and they're just very very irritated but just a little bit and then just a full on murder. Yeah. <laughs> murder hornets. That's what I yeah. like. Flames a blazing. But like they go like grocery shopping together and like I don't know, somebody like gets in their way and gives them that attitude. It's like, hey, watch it, lady. I'm, I'm walking here. And they're just, all right, kill the entire store. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's, that. I don't know, I'm, I'm just, like, kind of jumping in my own thing. Somehow, like, yeah, I'm talking about grocery stores, but that that's where you want to murder people the most, I think. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm interested now. I'm paying uh, attention. I don't want to get murdered in a grocery store. So yeah. how do I? Stay uh, out I mean, of the, the, the plot that he's giving is a little better than the plot that we were given. So <laughs> there we go. All right, uh, uh, I like Daniel. Uh, how about you? What, what's your pitch? No, don't. No, no, no. You don't get off the hook with that. How are you going to murder <laughs> people in the grocery store? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no comment. Not impressed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, uh, it's just people irritate me. They they go really slow. They <laughs> buzz hog the lanes, and it, it sucks. Anyway, there's never any. Okay. There's never any right, bags uh, in the self checkout. God, this yeah. place is burning to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pitch? Oh, so Sloan actually did uh, touch on this at the end of his uh, idea here. I I'm bringing him in the MCU. Heck yeah. It's, um, it's my alternative universe for the X-Men that I really want to see. And I want to see Wheelchair Guy. I want to see Bug Lady. dead. And I want to see Knife Wielding Ape. Oh, no, 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 no. This is this is alternate universe. Oh, okay. We've got to go with this. Like, this is one of the bad... Yeah, this is one of the bad arts. Like, it didn't happen. <laughs> but, 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 but... We're entering the Spider-Verse now. We've got to get in there and, uh, and rescue these people for the greater good. And it's going to be terrible because we've got a lady with insect powers for no reason. Not explained. Not interested in explaining it. <laughs> They're not going to do it in the movie. <laughs> she needs her own right. sequel. So she's got to have a sequel. Uh, it's not going to explain anything else. But also Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey was a big MCU thing that they did. It is. Yeah, Mar and, Marvel's um, got that one. Yeah, they, they failed in their cartoon version of it. But um, Hit Monkey still exists. And I think that's an origin story for him right there. He slashed a lady in the face with a scalpel. <laughs> And I think he could become a great character in the future. I also still want to see the evil lady Professor McGonagall uh, Harry Potter mixture that's happening in this smash-up. Uh, and I want her to come out as a evil wizard. I think that's great. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. I, this movie didn't make me want any one particular thing. It made me want everything all at once because it didn't happen in a sensical feature so i would love 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 to see people eaten alive in the maggot pit i it didn't happen though that's not a torture pit it just exists in this house it's just, it's just a, a pit of dead bodies <laughs> but it's not used for well, torture well, well, where are you she's... supposed to put your dead bodies she has a pool she's got to use them but yeah but <laughs> but it's not a torture device she should have used it as one that guy wasn't on a hook. He was he he wasn't allowed to touch the torture pool. That sucks. 
Yeah. Come on, man. Dip him in the torture pool every once in a while. Let the maggots get in him. It's going to be gross. I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, that, that's, that scene was so haunting. It when... was. Yeah. I just want to see more. I want to see more of everything from all of them. And that's why I think that the X-Men could really come in there. Because you could make wheelchair guy into this big savant that like wants to bring people into the real world and so he's sending her out there to rescue this uh mutant of a child and she doesn't even understand his uh his bullshit going on and like she needs to kill him with fire which is a a huge way to kill mutants uh back in the day and just I want it to blow up, but I want it to blow up in like a very negative political way, and I feel like the X Men is the best way to do it. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, yeah, definitely. I have the exact same pitch. <laughs> There's That's no what I came in with. Yeah, it's like her and turns out Donald Pleasance like he turns out he survived, but now he's he's telepathic for reasons. And they decided, you know, like, that boarding school was terrible. We need a new boarding school with people like us. <laughs> and then there's one who, yeah, controls weather. <laughs> and, uh, or, like, pretty much, I, I mean, specifically, I would love to see Dario Agento's Creepers. We, 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 we have to have Ryan Reynolds in that movie. I hope you know this. No, because he's not Dario <laughs> Argento. Uh, like, Dario Argento is X-Men. Like, that's what I want to see his fucked up, crazy version of, like, these people in the school. I would watch that, for sure. Uh, I would definitely watch that. Kind of like uh, the Brightburn movie where the kid's growing up yeah. like Superman and yeah. just starts murdering everybody. Right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's definitely what I would want. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, let's go ahead and rate this. So, I mean, I, I love it. I I think we're all, we're kind of split here. Um, but, uh, Daniel, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? I'm going to have to give it a six. I'm going to have to give it six maggots that I saw specifically in Jennifer Connelly's mouth uh, during the pool scene. Nice. <laughs> there uh, could have been more. She could have spit them out. That would have been nice. Just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, I was I was glad she ended up in the water and just like it, it like the actual water, like the sea next to it, or not the sea, but like the lake or whatever, and just so washed all that off. About have a shower. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about that too. Like, oh, that worked really well. I'm really glad she got to wash herself a little. Yeah. Uh, G, how about you? I give this a 5.5 knife-wielding chimps out of 10. Nice. Wait, that's it? Just five? I thought you loved this. I did. I. It was fun to watch, but now as this retrospective, <laughs> and I'm sort of replaying the movie in my head, <laughs> it was a fun her. watch, but it wasn't that good as a movie as a no, concept no, it wasn't. it's no. very fun sounding that, but that's a point of this as podcast. a two-hour movie it kind of dragged on a bit so 5.5 my feeling chips as uh, somebody who likes the uh the point five what was your point five chimps um <laughs> the chimp <laughs> oh <laughs> no just Perfect. kidding he was the five stars um i was gonna no. say i i don't know just 5.5 felt right for me it's not a five. It's a like it's a fifty-five percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hear that. Okay. Uh, slow. So, as everybody's been saying, you know, I feel slightly traumatized reliving these horrendous actions again in my mind. I'm joking. No, I, I like the movie overall. When it came down to it, uh, post-traumatic stress aside, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, could have been done a lot better. Musical scores. As we said before, if they were elongated, probably would have fixed it. But I just felt that they were uh, misshapen for what they were used for. It just wasn't a right fit for me. Uh, just time placement. Um, otherwise, you know, 
Jennifer Conley did a good job as well as um, uh, Pleasant. Uh, he's, of course, an iconic character. Got got to love the things that he's in. Always playing some kind of, uh, you know, sharp-minded uh, vigilante or whatever scientist in this. Uh, but I mean, he his backstory is what trained uh, Hit Monkey to be the awesome suit and knife wielding gentleman that he really is. And so I'm looking forward to that spinoff. Um, long story short, I'm going to go ahead and give it uh, five out of ten teeth in the mouth of Snaggleface, the little boy. <laughs> <laughs> he the had some pretty gross teeth. teeth. It was probably five out of ten. Yeah. I I think y'all are crazy. I think that this is very enjoyable. Very bad, yeah. But that's the point of this podcast. There's a reason why this podcast is called Cult and Trash. Because that's the movies we cover on here. I mean, lately I've been doing better cult movies. But you you gotta do some good trash every once in a while. Have some tasty trash. Um... Yeah, so I'm I'm straight up just like I mean there are some boring parts, so I gotta I gotta take out for that. But the the entire third scene, I just it's so crazy. I just love it, and it has Iron Maiden and Motorhead in it, and I'm a big fan of them. But I'm gonna go see Iron Maiden concert here in a couple months. Uh, yeah, um, and they better do that song, Flash of the Blade. But uh, yeah, so I'll I'll give it. Um, Eight, eight people that want to murder in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that remained con- uh, some kind of continuity there. Yeah, uh, I'll be dreaming of grocery stores tonight. There we go. And just burned it to the ground with yeah. uh, <laughs> flies and shit, just because somebody just slowed me down for two seconds. <laughs> slowed me down. All right, well, that'll do it for this episode. We're going to try to start a movie grand next week. We're doing another older movie, an even older movie. And it looks a little something like this. So I I, <laughs> I know that it looks like the one of the recent Planet of the Apes movies that came out a couple years ago. I mean, it looks almost exactly the same, but no, that's from the seventies. You can tell by how uh, amazing those masks were. <laughs> those I'm, special I'm a effects huge fan of, these, of, of the originals. I'm oh, a yeah. Huge fan. Yeah, so I mean, joking aside, that that's from the uh, the third movie, no, the fourth one in the series. So there's Planet of the Apes in like 1969 or whatever. Then there's Beneath Planet of the Apes. Then there's Escape the Planet of the Apes. And then this one is uh, Battle of the Planet of the Apes. And then there's Conquest, but that one sucks. Battle is like the best one because it's the one. It's like the prequel where the apes take over. And uh, kill all the, I mean, it's like war between the humans and. They kill everybody in the supermarket. (laughs) Supermarket and elsewhere. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, Apparently, like, it it was rated G because, like, that's how ratings were back then. And uh, parents brought their kids thinking, like, oh, yeah, we're going to go see monkeys. 
And then all these kids were traumatized. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's next week's. Um, yeah. So once again, check out G on her show, Hell to the Deadites. And then check out Sloan's band, uh, Casa Cadavers. You're doing, you're doing a lot of uh, gigs and stuff. Like doing, doing a lot of, uh, we're, we're about to start branching out probably more for uh, San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston areas. But yeah, a lot, lot in Austin going on right now. So nice. yeah, Casa Cadavers, trying to work on the second album at the moment. Nice. Yeah, check that out. And uh, yeah, so that'll be this episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. And check it next time.